0: and wisdom, where we explore the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. Welcome to this solo cast. This has been a very highly requested solo cast about money and wounding and how I have personally healed my own money wound. What is money actually? Who doesn't desire extra cash? How stoked are you when you find a coin or even better, A dollar or 20 bucks on the ground. Many, many people their entire lives fantasize of hitting the lottery or getting a sudden windfall of money. Money tends to dominate so many of our thoughts. For us to survive, we require it. It offers us all of life's conveniences. However, the majority of people on planet Earth believe they don't have enough, and many who want more. So the way we feel about money determines whether or not we are able to attract and repel it. Can you relate to this? Our time together in this journey, I want you to take stock, maybe take your phone out. If you're driving, obviously concentrate on the road, take your phone out, get a piece of paper or a notes app or something, and just write down the answer to this question. When I think about money, it makes me feel blank. Do that right now. When I think about money, it makes me feel blank. pause the tape and do it. When I think about money, it makes me feel blank. Okay. You're back. So if money is necessary, and of course money can be powerful, how do we make money fruitful for us? How do we bear fruit? How do we create the life of our dreams? This is what millions and millions and millions of personal development and financial and wealth books have been written about, but how do we actually do this question for you? Have you ever wondered why wealthy individuals attract other wealthy individuals? People from wealthy origins have a better likelihood of becoming wealthy than those from less fortunate backgrounds. Of course, money is powerful and money is necessary, but it goes so much deeper than that. The mindset around money is actually the biggest differentiator. It is what bifurcates the haves from the have-nots. For so many years of my life, I can remember sentences that both my mother and father spoke early. And I'm talking like when my left and right hemispheres were neuroplastic. I remember things like money doesn't grow on trees. Money won't make you happy. People with money got it by taking advantage of other people. Money is evil. Money is the root of all evil. Can you relate to this? If this is something that is already starting to bring up emotion or trigger or even just different thought forms in you. You're going to get so much out of this solo cast today. The reason that I think this solo cast has been so requested is because I attended an event called rewire. Now this was a money event to literally rewire your mind for wealth. It was presented by Mike Dillard, Michelle Alderman, Joni Dillon, and my brother, my friend, and our podcast guest, Scott Jackson. To learn more about Scott Jackson's work, you can click over to joshtrent.com forward slash 481. This is where we talked about neurolinguistic programming to help people and myself, which I am honored, like truly, truly in the cells of my body, in my voice box, in my heart, in my stomach. I am so honored to bring you this solo cast today. Let's take a journey together over the next 15 minutes or so. We can accomplish a lot in 15 minutes. And here is how we started. Until you make the unconscious conscious it'll run your life and you'll call it fate. A quote by Carl Jung. NLP is essentially the user manual for your mind. From primary school to university, nobody really teaches us how to think. We're taught what to think. We don't take into account that during the zero to seven age period, when we are all in that developmental stage called the imprint period, during that time, we have no ability to filter anything that comes through our consciousness. So anything that comes through our five senses is all internalized because we cannot filter them and we have no control over what is there in our subconscious thoughts. That is a quote from Scott Jackson in joshtrent.com forward slash 481, episode 481 of the Wellness and Wisdom podcast. Today, I can honestly say that after producing multiple six figures in my business, starting from my knees, praying to God with absolutely nothing, $75,000 in debt in 2017, I can tell you that it's not about the luck of the draw or the roll of the dice when it comes to abundance. It is truly about your mind. It is about the stories you tell yourself and the stories you tell to others about what money actually is. But look, we must grasp the chance to alter our beliefs anytime that comes along. And that is exactly what the event with Scott did for me, this rewiring of my mind for wealth. We're going to talk about today the principles for success. We're going to talk about choosing to be empowered. We'll go into the conscious and unconscious mind and the integration of the two. We'll talk about the four steps to learning and the important system, which is called the brain. How does your brain actually work? What is the frame of your brain? And what is the prime directive of your unconscious mind And how do we actually understand how to use that for an achievable outcome? We'll talk about all these things and so much more in this podcast today, this very special solo cast that came highly requested. So let's dig in. To begin, what exactly is the construct of money? We know we live in the matrix. We understand that we have a conscious and unconscious mind, but what are the principles that the unconscious mind Can actually operate from for success. Number one, we have to know our outcome. Number two, we have to take action. Number three, we have to be behaviorally flexible. And number four, we must operate from a physiology and a psychology of excellence. Now let's dig into what each one of those things mean. And how does this apply to money, by the way? Because there is a reason I added the fifth element. I changed my wellness quadrant on two twenty two twenty two this year when we let go of the Wellness Force radio podcast and we birthed wellness and wisdom. I changed the quadrant of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and I added it to be a pentagon with financial wellness, financial understanding. It is something I fought for a long time. I really leaned on being a rebel in my life and I wondered why I wasn't successful. Can you relate to this? Do you ever have deep seated anger towards money, towards people that have money? Have you ever visualized robbing a bank? I know I have straight up. I I sat in bed many years and I was like, oh, what would it be like to rob a bank if this is the money mindset that I was coming from? How can I garner? How can I get as much money as possible without actually doing the work to achieve it without actually doing the inner work, by the way? that allowed me to have these principles for success, something that I tend to like a garden that I care about the way in which it yields fruit. Number one, know your outcome. Make sure you have a outcome that actually makes sense to you. And it could be, Hey, I want to earn 20,000, 50,000, hundred thousand dollars, have an outcome that is smart. You have to have a smart outcome. And the reason I say that is because if your outcome is not smart, if it is not reasonable, if it's coming from a place of desperation, all the universe hears is yes. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is if you're focused on not being broke, if you're focused on not being stressed about money, if you're focused on not having a lack of abundance, guess what? The universe doesn't hear the no. Now, in NLP and also in Law of Attraction and also in the Universal Laws of Spiritual Success by Deepak Chopra and also in pretty much anyone else's work, they all talk about the same thing. The universe does not hear anything other than yes. So when I'm saying all those sentences, all the universe hears is, okay, I'm gonna keep them in lack of abundance. Okay, I'm gonna keep them broke. Okay, I'm gonna keep them in stress. Here is the powerful reframe about knowing your outcome and about using language so it actually works for you. Instead of saying, I don't wanna be stressed about money, you would say, I'm excited about cultivating a place in my heart and soul that is loving and in trust about receiving the money that I know I'm worth. Feel that, try that on for a second. Feel how different that feels than I don't wanna be stressed about money. The reframe on I don't wanna be stressed about money could be, I am so excited, I am so looking forward to looking into my bank account and to seeing two extra zeros in my balance. Now, at first audible, you might hear that and say, "Ah, oh, that doesn't really make sense, but it does. Let's talk about why. And let's talk about how this relates to knowing your outcome. Number one in principles for success. I talked about smart goals, right? Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time intensive. Now we could also say it like specific or simple, measurable or meaningful to you a as achievable or as if now in all areas of your life, we could also say it's responsible. And to quote my mentor, Scott, is it ecological? Is it something that benefits the ecology of you, of the people you're working with and of the people that you're serving? And also, does it move you in the smart model? Does it move you towards what you want? That is the smart goals. I'm sure you've heard that from Stephen Covey, from many other people like Hal Elrod or even Jeff Sanders who have both been on the podcast, is it a smart goal? Is it actually something where when you take an honest look, you can tell yourself from a subconscious deep knowing that you know your outcome. Number two, take action, take action, not just taking action blatantly like, oh my God, I'm going to take as much action as possible. Take action that comes from an inspired place in the model that I developed over the past eight years, 500 episodes of podcasting. I believe that we have a program or a belief, which hits a trigger and creates a feeling and then creates another thought and then creates a behavior. So this BTFA model, belief, thought, feeling, action, this is what's happening when you take action. So you can be taking action from an improper belief. So of course you have to take An emotional inventory process. You can learn more about the emotional inventory process in the very last episode we did. Just search on joshtrent.com or you can go to Apple or Spotify and just look for the episode titled Hyper Vigilance. That'll give you a really simple yet powerful way to take action from an inspired place. Number three, be behaviorally flexible. So what does that mean? Scott talked about this in episode 481 and he said the person that is more behaviorally flexible is the person that is more capable to modulate themselves, regulate themselves and appear in a different behavior in a situation or an event. So to be behaviorally flexible, that means that you are the one who is able to manage your trigger better or more optimally than the situation or the person you are experiencing. Does that make sense? If you are behaviorally flexible, that means that you can flex just like a strong reed or an oak tree. You can flex with the wind, but you won't snap. Snap meaning you're dysregulated. Last one in these principles for success. Operate from a physiology and a psychology of excellence. You must use feedback, not as failure, not as you making a mistake, not as you shaming. Feedback is the only loop that we get from results that guide us towards the next step in accumulating wealth, in letting go of old weight, both physically and emotionally, mentally, and feedback is the only way we can use to walk this staircase of excellence in our psychology and our physiology. So, that is the principles for success know your outcome, take action, be behaviorally flexible, and operate from a physiology and psychology of excellence. Next is the choice to be empowered. Now, I say choice because for a long time, I, even when I was a personal trainer, I literally would get stressed out and I would have a hatred, like a supreme hatred towards money. It took me a while to really get to the bottom of this, where it came from. When I was a child and in my adolescence and even in my teenagehood, my dad worked a lot, like who knows, 80 hours a week or something like that. I didn't really keep track of time when I was a teenager, like what teenagers do. And I used to feel so angry that he had to work. And then I would go to my mom's house. My parents had been split since I was super, super young, like two months old. And my mom would be complaining about money and it just seemed like money was this drain. It was like this disempowering thing, but it's not. Money was a disempowered tool in both of my households. One of them causing my father psychological, physiological pain to which he would complain about. And also to my mom who never had enough. There was never enough. So the choice is this, and it's going to seem so reductionistic to you, but I really want to speak to your subconscious mind. So just hear me out here. The choice to be empowered is either you being at cause for your results or an effect for your results. So which side of this equation are you on? Are you on the cause of why things are the way they are, or are you at the effect reasons, excuses, blame, shaming. Now you're probably thinking, wait a minute, if I'm at cause for getting in a car accident or I'm at cause for sitting on the side of the road, what do you mean? I attracted that to myself. And this is the core aspect that I really want you to hear. I used to hate the law of attraction in like 2014 when I started digging into the vortex and Abraham Hicks and something always felt off to me. And you know what it was? This is what I learned at rewire from Scott and it absolutely changed my life. I know it's going to change yours. When you are at cause, when you choose to be at cause for something, it does not mean you are at fault. I mean, just feel that. When you are at cause for the results in your life, for the money in your bank account, for the weight on your body, for the relationship you're in, for the way that you serve, for your entire wellness Pentagon, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, financial ways that you nourish yourself. When you are at cause... You have to understand that sometimes bad things happen. Really, really challenging things can happen. Really, really heinous, chaotic things can happen. Accidents, deaths, loss, trauma, stress, evil. Just because you claim cause to be empowered does not mean that it's your fault. And that's really got to land. That is what blows the LOA model and the whole spiritual woo-woo stuff off the fucking sidewalk, When you choose to be empowered, you choose to be at cause. When you choose to be disempowered, you choose to be at effect. That is a big one for money. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I am. I love what I do. I love giving this wellness and wisdom to you. And I want to ask for your support. You know, this show is brought to you by us, Wellness Force Media, by me over the past seven plus years, And the way that this show breathes and lives is by your support. So I wanna hook you up and I wanna have reciprocity so we can enjoy the day, the month, and the year ahead. All you have to do is buy the products you're already buying on Amazon or on the interwebs or whatever. But here's the kicker, you get to save 40% off many different products, up to 40% off, 10%, 20%, 30%, and more. Just go to joshtrent.com forward slash store. I don't care if you're looking for green juice or adaptogens or things for your home, your body, your skin, your metabolism, literally anything at all that you need for your wellness Pentagon, your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial self to be nourished is right there for you at joshtrend.com forward slash store. Not only will you get stuff way cheaper, which helps you and your family, but your purchases also help support this podcast so I can keep bringing it to you and enjoying it. So head over to joshtrend.com forward slash store and get the products you're already purchasing just for a lot cheaper and you get to support the show. Isn't that a cool win-win? All right, let's get back to the show. Anytime you look at your bank account, just be honest at where you are. And this is a big lesson that I learned. When I would look at my bank account, I would start to point fingers. Oh, it was my contractor. It was this person. It was the unexpected tax bill, blah, 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 blah. We all have it, right? that ticker tape that runs in the unconscious mind. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what the unconscious and conscious mind actually are. This is our next section in how I healed and how we all can heal our beliefs around money. We must grasp the chance. As I talked about earlier, we must grasp at the chance to alter our beliefs around money and accept them until they become our truth. If we want to have the life of our dreams, You know, people used to barter for goods before there was such a thing as money, right? I'll trade you energy in exchange for my energy. That's essentially what they were doing. In contemporary civilization, paper money with a value has replaced the physical power use, but the energy, the energy exchange is still the same. Energy is what money is. We exchange money, energy, for what we want, energy. Now, granted, if you work for the IRS or if you work for the Fed, A lot of these people are abusing the system. And this is where I think a lot of the collective wound around money exists. Some person wearing a suit and tie with pants that are too small can push a button on a keyboard and alter the lives of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people by the stroke of a key. Now we obviously know that the game has been played and we are being played as well, but back to cause and effect. If I am at cause and I, through my lineage, through even my way of being through me paying taxes, through my behavior in some way, in some way. From an empowered place, if I am at cause for the guy with the small pants that don't fit, hitting a keypad that changes the lives of hundreds of millions of people, what thought can I think and what belief can I hold that actually makes it come of service to me, to my family, to my business? The only way you can have that is to be in touch with your unconscious mind. The conscious mind, what we think we think, it's only 10%. The critical barrier, the the place between the conscious and the unconscious mind, this critical barrier, think of it like a filter. It is every story that somebody who loved you told you that you chose to believe. If you have a thin critical barrier, you have more expression, more freedom. If you have a thick critical barrier, you have believed more stories that people you loved and even maybe bullies or people you don't love have told you. When you have a thick critical barrier between your unconscious and conscious mind, you express yourself less and essentially you're a slave. This is what we're all doing. We're all releasing the shackles that we've, with our own mind, placed upon ourselves. And as we release the shackles, saying that we're not good enough, we're destined to be poor, we can't do it, I don't have the creativity, I don't have the imagination. I mean, even feel the energy around those words. So we know it, science shows us the unconscious mind is 90% of all the behaviors we exhibit and the conscious mind is 10. Then what can we work on? We, we can't fight against our unconscious, right? Like people that say, suck it up, bitch. I just laugh when I hear that. Today, I got him. I got the bitch today. I got the inner bitch. I've even heard Joe Rogan talk about that. I'm like, that's not necessarily a healthy way to talk to yourself. And the subconscious mind is always listening, fortifying the words and the thoughts around having a little inner bitch inside of you. So I don't know about you, but I don't want to have a female dog inside of me, which before rap music and all these people started saying it, that's the actual meaning of B-I-T-C-H. So it is the critical barrier between the conscious and the unconscious mind that really has to be looked at for the integration of your conscious and unconscious mind. So in this critical barrier starts the emotional inventory that I've talked about to be found at the hypervigilance solo cast and also a good resource is joshtrent.com forward slash 437. So we learn all behavior change is unconscious. We know this. We know that we've tried many times. Have you ever thought about this? When you go to lose weight or when you go to work out or when you get all stoked about a new thing that's coming up and you do it for three and a half days and then you quit? Well, it's because you're in unconscious incompetence. This is the four steps to learning. Number one, unconscious incompetence. Number two, conscious incompetence. Number three, conscious competence. And number four, unconscious competence. Now, this is how you be at cause. You take an honest inventory and you ask yourself, what is it that I don't even know that I don't know? Unconscious incompetence. What is it that I know that I don't know? Conscious incompetence. What is it that I know that I know? Conscious competence. And now that I've trained myself on this ladder of evolution, what is it that I don't even know that I just know how to do because I know so deeply how to do it? Unconscious competence. As you walk this path, and that's what the wellness and wisdom journey is all about. Unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence, and then unconscious competence. The way we get from anywhere cannot be the way that we got there. Feel that. The way that we get anywhere cannot be the way that we got there. We have to know how our brain works. We have to be in touch with our soul. And this is the key. We have to layer a blanket of honesty and transparency on top of both biology and soul. So how does the brain work? If perception is projection and you believe in the model that everything that's happening is happening for you, even if you are at cause, but not at fault, then what happens to the filter when we receive language from ourselves and from others that puts us in an emotional state of hatred or self-loathing or disbelief about our gifts in the world. What happens when an external event comes in and we start telling ourselves a story based on the filter, right? I talked about that filter between the conscious and the unconscious mind, the language, the memories, the values, the attitudes, the shadow, the ego, the spirit, our meta programs, decisions, everything that's happening for us in that centerpiece, in that filter, this is the unpacking of our trauma, of our beliefs, of our stories, everything we've talked about so far in this podcast. This is what we get to do. And this is honestly what changed my entire life since rewire, since this program, since I've dove deep into this training. And this is why I'm so excited to bring more of this to us and this entire community in 2023 through this fifth angle of the Pentagon. The financial aspect of wellness is because I realized and I shouted this out during the training in front of everyone and in front of some of the audience members that came to the event and they can vouch for me. I said that one of the biggest things that was blocking me is that I never would love myself and I never would feel worthy unless I knew that I made more money than my father. (laughs) I don't know when I took on that belief, but that is a belief that does not make me a cause. That is a belief that makes me consistently at the effect of the own shame that I place upon myself. And I'll tell you, my friend, there was healing, healing around that. And I know I'll share more in the future, but that's the gem. That's the takeaway. That's what I'm sharing with you is that if money is energy and I'm using the fuel source of energy coming from a place of shame, that I won't be good and I won't be loved until I make more money than my father. And I was wondering why I was struggling. I was wondering why even after multiple six figures that I couldn't grow more, that I was hitting a ceiling of some sorts. And guess what happened when I came home? Deals closed. Money came in. It literally was like that movie, The Secret. The biggest month I've ever had financially. The new baby on the way. All the things that I'm at cause for. Maybe not at fault for all of them, but I'm at cause for. That became the draw that became the fuel source, the love for myself, the love for money. I can honestly sit here and say that I love money because I love the energy that money represents. I don't love what evil villains do with money. I don't love what greedy, nasty people do with money. I don't love that because money is a tool and you can build a house with a tool or you can kill with a tool. Just knowing this Somewhere in your heart, somewhere in your deep subconscious mind, you know that your results can be traced to your behaviors, which can be traced back to your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your beliefs. BTFA, belief, thought, feeling, action. Everything feeds like an infinity loop inside of your soul, inside of your subconscious. So, why not, my friend? Why not? take a deep breath, take an emotional inventory. You can find it in the show notes today. You can feel it in my voice. I know you can sense something different from me because I feel it within myself. (laughs) I feel this difference within myself today as I get to be here with you and share from the heart what I learned about me. And I know there's still more to go and that's what we can all commit to, right? As you leave this podcast, one thing I want to challenge you to do, go to joshtrent.com forward slash M21 we're going to be refreshing our new M21 guide. It's six science-based practices that'll allow you, whether it's health, wealth, relationships, mindset, whatever it is, whatever you're struggling with, this is the path for you that I've created over 500 shows to get you going exactly where you deserve to be. So go there, JoshTrend.com forward slash M21. That refresh is going to give you a new lens on 2023. Make sure you go there. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to interact with you via email, on social, in this podcast. We have so many exciting things coming. Here's the question. Will you join us? Will you join me? Will you join me at the website, joshtrent.com? Will you join us at the Wellness and Wisdom Podcast? Subscribe wherever you're listening. Will you be with us on YouTube? Will you accept this invitation from my heart to yours that you are loved, you are supported, and with this knowledge, with this wisdom, with this wellness, that you are on the right path. If you're like me and you love to sweat, especially in the sauna, I want to talk to you about beets. Beets have been shown to help the body clear out toxins, act as a cardioprotective food and a powerful food for the brain. And this is the thing, increase exercise endurance. I get my beets inside of the Organifi Red juice, as well as blueberries, asahi, pomegranate, raspberry, strawberry, cranberries, Siberian ginseng, which is really interesting. It's another adaptogen found in Asia. It's been popular in Russia for the last 50 years. I also eat reishi mushroom inside of the Organifi Red, an eight to one extract known as the queen of mushrooms. Powerful, powerful adaptogen that promotes increases in energy. It's a very grounding mushroom too a powerful adaptogen with balancing properties. And lastly, Rhodiola, you can get all of these adaptogens inside of the Organifi Red Juice. I love the Red Juice so much. Recharge your mind and body with a delicious superfood berry blend of premium and 100% organic superfoods over at joshtrent.com forward slash Organifi. Use the code wellnessforce to get 20% off. You won't find a bigger discount online. I promise you, increase your energy, boost your nitric oxide and sweat effectively the next time you're in the sauna or any workout with just two grams of sugar and a boatload of energy-supporting antioxidants and plant adaptogens. JoshTrent.com forward slash Organifi. That's O-R-G-N-A-I-F-I. Use the code wellnessforce to get 20% off your entire order. Ayurvedic medicine, as well as all the ancient and contemporary masters in health and wellness have taught us for centuries about the powerful benefits of apple cider vinegar. But what do we do when we want to take the ACV but we don't want to expose our teeth to acids. Most people don't know this, but apple cider vinegar is an acid and prolonged exposure to acids can damage your teeth. So how do we get in the brain boosting, blood sugar stabilization, stamina, focused energy and healing powers of this ACV without ruining the enamel on our teeth? This is where it gets easy with our partner, Paleo Valley, creators of the apple cider vinegar complex, taken easily in tablet form without busting your tooth enamel. Paleo Valley created the ACV complex to meet getting organic apple cider vinegar into your body, easy, fast, and without having to tolerate the taste, you know, that kind of like, (laughs) have you ever done a shot of apple cider vinegar? I know a lot of people that literally just can't handle the taste. So this is all your organic turmeric, ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, and lemon on top of the organic apple cider vinegar combined with these superfoods. It's nature's way of saying you're welcome. ACV can stabilize blood sugar, promote weight loss, and improve protein absorption and digestion, as well as the big one, stopping heartburn symptoms. Heartburn symptoms are typically caused by too little stomach acid, not really too much. This apple cider vinegar complex makes getting this organic ACV into your body fast and easy and without having to choke on the taste of normal ACV. You can do this. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash Valley. Use the code Josh and get 15% off your apple cider vinegar complex. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh to get 15% off your ACV complex.